Welcome to Whiskey and Whiskers Podcast, episode two, Fuck Me. Fuck you. Yeah. We're your host, Chop. Gator. And Blake. I think I read an article today that was like one of the biggest fuck yous that I've seen in a pretty good while. So this guy was waiting on his last paycheck, and I think the boss of the company showed up and dropped 500 pounds of pennies in his driveway covered in oil <laughs> which is fucking genius dude like the two things are running through my mind here the first being uh what the fuck did this guy do to piss off his ex-employer and then two what better way to get back at somebody that fucked you over than to you like if you if you have to pay someone i feel like 500 pounds of oily pennies is the most, the highest T way to do it, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty intense, man. I mean, the only other way I could think of that might be better is if you used glue instead of oil. Yeah. Or they're like Canadian. But like things. at a certain point, it gets shitty and or could literally be shitty. Like you could make it worse, but like at a certain point, it's like not actual currency anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, I guess if you glue it together and it's just like a glob, mm-hmm. like a fucking a rock, then yeah. That's but not you even... could like shit in it. Yeah. And mix it all together in your shit. Yeah. That's now you got a like, bunch of shitty pennies. <laughs> is that still getting paid though? Yeah. I think at that point you could just on. like call it like, okay, that's a health risk. Like I'm not going to collect this. And oil's not? No. Nah. Oh, come on. You can get sick from oil. Give you like skin cancer and shit. <laughs> Only in California. Yeah, but still exactly. They don't print that on poop labels, Wait, do they? hold on. When, when you hear oily <laughs> yeah, money. Exactly. What? Yeah. Check your poop label next time. There's nothing about California. On Are you thinking like. Are you thinking about like oil wrestling oil? Or are you thinking like for your car oil? I'm thinking like dirty motor oil. Okay. Yeah, so dirty motor, my dirty brain immediately went to like oil wrestling oil. Like mineral like, oil? No way. Bro. I mean, my brain's there all the time anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You gotta use motor oil for that too. Like clear, so you can still see what it is, but like it's just the slipperiest, most bullshit thing you've ever picked up. No, yeah, but if you I'm imagining mo- like dark, black, used motor oil. Yeah, it doesn't Damn. look like honey anymore. All right. Yeah, that's probably more fucked up. That's how you get sick. I mean, basically, you, you have to Was put it. Was it BP that beat him? <laughs> <laughs> That's just how their money comes. We so. got it out of the Gulf. Just chill. <laughs> what about like, uh, what if you did jelly and hair? Ooh, yeah, that's kind of gross. <laughs> jelly and human hair and mix it all together in the pennies. Hmm. That's kind of gross, I guess. Hey, but it's not dangerous. It's not going to hurt anybody. You can still get the money out of it. Like, it's not. Boogers. It's not going to turn into a rock like glue, uh, right? See, I, I think you have to keep it within, like, health risk limit, right? So, like, you could argue that hair might be a health risk. But you can't digest hair, so it's not a health risk. You just barf it out or You're not going to eat the pennies, you <laughs> fucking penny eater. <laughs> well, he's talking about health risks. I mean, what are you going to do? Stick the pennies in your butt with some hair on them? I'm just, like, I, I don't know how You're going to have to spray them off with oil on it, too, right? Like, what if well, you had to pick, dig the hair out of it? You know, like... What about like drain hair, <laughs> like shower drain hair? You just save that up and drop it in your penny bag. Uh, yeah. Okay. So again, yeah, at the start of this, my, my brain was on like olive oil or something, right? So like you, <laughs> you got to go fucking, way harder. You could fucking eat that and be fine, you know, or get it in a cut. Like it's not going to fuck you up. You yeah. Know? I guess drain hair could probably pose some health risks. Yeah. But not like legit clean, like fresh <laughs> jelly from the farmer's market, say. Yeah. You know? Why oh, are you jelly? gonna put good jelly Dude, on some okay. pennies? <laughs> Syrup. There you go. Ugh. It's just sticky enough that it's like not so, gonna glue itself together, but it's hair. still so fucking. S- <laughs> Syrup, hair, and pennies makes me think of the fucking cup holder in like a shitty car. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. You're digging the pennies out of the hair and fucking... You know when you leave a soda in your car and it sits there for like, you know, six years or something? Yeah. And then you take it out and the bottom's gone? Yeah. <laughs> Every time. Every time. Every time I have a soda, it ends up in the bottom of my cup holder. Yeah, I, I think chat is in agreement too. Maple syrup, that's a, that's a pretty fucked up way of being. Why not like Mrs. Buttersworth, though? That's like straight corn syrup. Just burn it at that. Yeah, at that point, just burn it. Yeah, <laughs> you don't want those pennies. Well, you wouldn't even burn the pennies. No. Boom. Yeah, problem solved. See, you could problem solver could figure this out. Yeah, it would just be a pain in the ass, dude. So I I uh, I got my new or I, this was years ago now, but I have a say. I have a brand new car, okay, and I'm trying to keep it clean. I'm not like we're not drinking in it, eating in it, anything. And I go and get my new car, and it's the first time I have a soda, okay, the very first time. Think like a McDonald's cup, okay? right, yeah. an equivalent. And I set the McDonald's cup in there, and there was something. I think it was like a phone charger, like the plug, was in the bottom of the cup holder. So when I set the cup in there, the bottom of the cup like immediately punctured and came out. So I didn't, and I didn't realize it. So I booby trapped myself. Then later I go to pick it up and realize that all of the liquid is in the cup holder, not in the fucking cup. Mm. Now I have a new car that's clean everywhere with a cup holder full of soda. How the f- what? What do you do with that? That's Get a shot back and some Clorox wipes. It's the best you're going to do. Set it on fire, dude. <laughs> it's ruined. <laughs> the car's work. ruined. <laughs> Sell it. Fuck it. I don't want this thing anymore. It's, it's tainted, got, like liquid in the cup holder. They're like, what the fuck is this? And you're like, I don't know, bro. It's your problem now. <laughs> All right. Let's see what's in the box. All right. So this week we got Broken Thorn Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Made from the finest American grain and pure Kentucky limestone filtered water. Oak barrel. Sour mash. Oak barrel, huh? How come we don't have any, like, birch barrels? Because I think to be bourbon, you have to have it in charred oak barrels. Also, today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and... Hold on. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash whiskeyandwhiskers. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. We'll talk more about them later. Good call. I thought you were doing a longer read, so I'm just poor. All right. I'm kind of excited. This looks pretty good. Did you show it to the the chat? I did. While everybody was gone. Give them a sneak preview. That's the perks. Yeah. All right. Shut the fuck up. Oh, pop them out. Pretty good. They had a lot of... uh, attitude behind it i like this this paper uh paper thing it's got on here too <laughs> so i'm gonna rip it yeah <laughs> what did it even say a small batch mm. hold on hold on second pop not mm. as good but the first pop was solid i feel like that's gonna hurt later chad thinks that this whiskey's gonna hurt later we'll we will definitely update you next week i had a funny feeling about it as soon as you read the label <laughs> <laughs> when it's kentucky straight bourbon it's usually uh yeah it can go one of two ways Shots. All right, let's uh, let's give it a shot, so to speak. Let's do it. Well, I didn't even look at it. Broken Thorn, Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Yeah, that's exactly what you read. Yeah. Dude, my hand is shaking from that fucking bang energy drink. I'll finish it if you don't want it. Oh, you want to be on drugs too, huh? Yeah, I like that stuff. Oh, that wasn't too bad. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, why don't no, you give me a bad. shot of it? Take a shot. All right. Here, why don't you hold on to it for a while? <laughs> so I want to go down this rabbit hole. I know you we were... Wait, hold on, hold on. That is a fucked up way to be right there. If you're taking shots of Bang Energy drink, like how... That's fucking hardcore, dude. 
Dude, I know how that stuff goes. You got to take shots of it. You can't like, just drink it. Can you imagine if you were partying and you were like, hey, bro, you want a shot? And they're like, ah, I brought my own. And they pour a bang energy drink and drink it. You'd be like, what the fuck? This guy is about to light something on fire. Yeah. Now I'm sleeping and moving fast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that motherfucker's about to go get in the bounce house and fuck some shit up. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, dude. It's, it's about to be Thunderdome in that bounce house. He's going to be like riding a dirt bike, swinging a chain with a, with a football helmet on. Hell yeah. Fucking up little kids and shit. Yeah, dude. Clearly, that's could you a imagine up giving it to the kids in the bounce house? <laughs> Holy shit, dude! <laughs> dude. Hey, there, there would be blood before you get in the bounce house, kids. So you you got to take a shot of bang energy drink. <laughs> so I just looked at the can. That's one serving. One can is one serving. Yeah, that's fucked up, dude. Even yeah. like Monster is like, no, this is like three and a half servings. I yeah. already feel whack, dude. I took one shot. It should be illegal. It's not. Uh, <laughs> but hey, you know, each to his own. Yeah, drugs are fun, kids. <laughs> All right, so yeah, let's let's talk more about the the Thunderdome. So, like a bounce house by itself is already like it, it's what what it was designed for, right? Like it's just meant to be the Thunderdome. Kids get in there and just start fucking each other up, throwing on throwing each other into walls and body you give them like people. noodles and fucking pillows and and shit that you think they can't hurt each other with, mm-hmm. and then they you know find a way. Dude, it's like a boxing yeah. ring for kids. Oh, for it's sure. all padded and like you can't get hurt. Well, and it's it's your goal to keep them from getting hurt, and it's their goal to figure out how to get hurt in in spite of you. Sure. Yeah, yeah, you know. Sure. Um, so the first thing that comes to mind is you know the the little slide that comes out. Oh yeah. And then like as soon as the first child is coming out of there, they just uh, uh, you know, go to the top of the slide and then like swan dive into the bottom of the slide. <laughs> Like, they don't actually go down the slide. You're talking about, like, the WWE move, where they jump off of the top and then fly through the air and then land on the bottom, and you're like, oh, that was almost your head on the ground. Uh-huh. <laughs> you almost crashed. made it. Try again. You'll get it next time. <laughs> yeah, so that was the next thing I was going to bring up. Chad just mentioned it as well, but uh, t- bringing the place down. That's, like, their goal. Yeah. That's their goal. They're trying they to They start just them. running, like, playing Red Rover or something is how it starts out, and then all of a sudden, all of them are on one side, and they're like, charge the walls! And they get to the other side and just try and crash it. Dude, I was at a crawfish boil this last weekend, and I swear to God, that's what the kids were trying to do, was, like, get the fucking... And it was a huge bounce house with a big-ass slide. It was a dope-ass bounce house. Mm -hmm. And they're trying to, like, knock it over from the inside Mm -hmm. with all of the kids in it. Sure. And, like, I'm sitting here on the outside watching it, and I was like, dude, I I don't want to go in there. Like, those kids would fuck me up. That's like Lord of the Flies, you know? I had a moment, though, where I really saw how far we've come as people... When that bounce house didn't flip over, I realized that technology has just come so far <laughs> yeah. that they couldn't fuck with it, dude. Yeah, dude, because you really get rocking in one of those things. When we were kids, you could fucking hamster wheel that thing down the road. Hell yeah, yeah. dude. That thing would take off, bro. <laughs> or or you fucking bring down one side, and then it like closes the vent thing, and then the whole, the whole motherfucker just starts deflating. Yeah. yeah. That was another... Uh, Another solid tactic. Those are some pro tips, man. You got to have some experience in the bounce house to fucking know that. <laughs> season, a see, I'm a seasoned veteran. I still wouldn't get in that motherfucker with all those kids. Dude, I did get in that motherfucker with all those kids. And <laughs> I ended up only throwing one of them. <laughs> but, uh, but honestly, they were like, I don't know. They were scared. Yeah, kids be scared today. Yeah, they just, they weren't having it. Like I got in there and one of them was like, Attack Chop! And all of them were like, yeah, Attack Chop! And Chop got in the bounce house and like did the fucking Indian thing from Predator where he cuts his chest with a knife. <laughs> and the kids are like, holy shit. And he's like, oh yeah, it's on. Dude, they didn't want any part of it. One of them charged me after the, the battle cry or whatever, and I picked him up and threw him, and then all of them were like, oh, I'm good. <laughs> and they like they stayed in. They were still like, you know, 
fighting because that's what you do in a bounce house. So you establish dominance. This is your bounce house now. Uh huh. I'm the, the captain now. The alpha. Yeah. yeah. So I kind of got like uh, king of the castle for a second. Then I was just like, eh, I'm winded, just bouncing in place. <laughs> I'm gonna get out of here. King of the bounce house. Yeah. There's a lot of throw up in there and broken arms. You got to watch out. Uh, what about okay? We we completely glossed right over the crawfish boil though, right? Oh, dude. So while the kids are going ham in the bounce house. We're sitting out here eating crawfish, and dude, there is not a whole lot of better ways to spend a Saturday than to be peeling crawfish. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I, tell me if y'all agree with me, or I'm sure you won't. I think crawfish is the best. I think it's better than crab. I think it's better than shrimp. I think it's better than lobster. Uh, Man, I think it's better than uh, scramp, for sure. Um, but when you start talking about lobster or crab, it kind of gets touchy. So, They're like smaller. Yeah, they're a lot smaller. That makes it convenient and easier to eat. You don't have to spend so much time cooking them. But what if you dumped, like, instead of 50 pounds of crawfish, 50 pounds of lobster in there? All right, so we got a, we got a Canadian in the chat, and they're asking what crawfish tastes like. It's the best uh, crab that you're going to get. To me, that's what it tastes like. But it's, it's the like best crab. it's tiny. It's like the size of your thumb, the amount of meat you get. Not even. Like, think, like, well, I got a time, small thumb, so. By the time you get it out, it's like the size of a dime. Or a quarter, maybe. Yeah. All right, so historically speaking, crawfish is uh, very, like, Cajun dish, so Louisiana style. So typically really spicy, comes with, like, sausage, uh, corn, But potatoes. see, that's another thing. All the sides are spicy. The crawfish is not spicy. The reason it's, like, you spice the fuck out of it is because the crawfish is sweet. You know what I mean? By the time yeah, you yeah. peel it and get rid of all the shells and shit, now you suck the heads, yeah, that's going to be spicy. Sure. But uh, if you're just slamming on crawfish, that's just not, not that spicy. Yeah, no, not really. Uh, I think the shrimp actually gets spicier than crawfish, too. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, so think, like, almost like lobster, uh, just a little, like, much smaller and sweeter and typically in a really spicy kind of giant soup dish, kind of. The meat looks the same. It's, like, red and it's got the white on the inside. Same kind of texture. And the thing to remember here is I I feel like the the people that are against crawfish are going to be the same people that are against crab. It is more work, right? Mm -hmm. It's more work to eat to, like, like you're not going to get full off eating crawfish. And if you do, you spent... You spent some time there. That's what all the the filler is for, right? You got potatoes and corn and all that shit. Yeah. Uh, the crawfish is just like a, a bonus. Almost. Sure. Um, yeah. So my wife does this thing where she makes a crawfish casserole, and it's fucking dope. It's so good. Uh, not going to go into that, though. What I am going to say is it takes forever to peel all those crawfish. You have to peel them to put them in the... Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting there one day after a crawfish boil. You know where I'm going, Chop? Kind of. After a crawfish boil, I'm, I've got all these leftover crawfish. It's the day after. We need to cook it into something. We're going to make this crawfish casserole because it's fucking good. Mm-hmm. And I spent probably an hour, and I've got this, like, cereal bowl that's piled high full of crawfish. Like, like imagine if you piled a cereal bowl full of rice, right? Same mm-hmm. kind of principle. Of I've been there for hours peeling these crawfish, one, two. And I've got, you know, 100, 150 of them in this bowl. And Chop walks up, and he's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, peeling crawfish for crawfish casserole. And he goes, oh, cool. And he grabs a handful of crawfish and eats them. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> you motherfucker. That's like an hour's worth of work you just ate. I did not remember doing that, but yeah. uh, I believe it's something that I would do. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, I mean, dude, if you grab a handful, like a handful of crawfish, that represents, like, someone's time. labor. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's kind of shitty. <laughs> but... I probably don't regret it. Just saying. It was probably awesome. Oh, it was definitely awesome. So going back to your other point, what I was going to say is like when you make a, a crawfish boil or something like that, crawfish is the main attraction. That's what you go for, right? But then like peeling that many crawfish, having that many crawfish, all of that, it's a 
fucking effort, right? So you go to eat crawfish, but you get full on sausage and corn and potatoes. shrimp and potatoes and, and bread. shit like that. Uh, and it's communal <clears throat> eating, right? It's like a party. Oh, yeah. You literally dump the f- shit on the table in the middle of the yard and everybody stands there like a savage and eats it like fucking Neanderthals. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah, for real. So, like, I, I, I'm not bullshitting. We were just did this this weekend. Uh, they had a giant boiling pot with a bunch of shit in it and then they would drain it and then go and just dump an entire, like a, when I say a giant boiling pot, I'm talking what, probably 100 quarts. I don't know what that means. 25 gallon. 25 gallon. Okay. So yeah, I was going to say like definitely impossible to do that kind of math. (laughs) Definitely in the tens of gallons, like for sure. Uh, so you're dumping like liquid out and then you just go over and dump this 25 gallon pot on a table and people just come over and pick off of it. It, it really reminded me, and I can't, I can't say it reminded me, but it made me think about like back in the day when people used to eat communally like that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because people used to eat crawfish back in the day. I'm not talking like 1800s when the French were here. I'm talking like back in the day when they were eating like dinosaurs and shit. <laughs> you know oh, what I mean? Like when tw- you have like a dinosaur egg boil and I everybody's just like, eating uh, dinosaur eggs and shit. I thought you meant like 2019 when people ate communally. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, <laughs> Way back in the day. Yeah. That's pre-lockdown shit. Yeah. Yeah. We all had our masks on. They make special crawfish masks that you can eat crawfish with. <laughs> we all wore gloves, so it was all safe. And we were all socially distancing fucking 50 people around a six-foot folding table. <laughs> it worked. Yeah. CDC approved, yeah. so it's all good. For sure. Uh, but, okay, so I want to move into, we talked about the, the food aspect. Let's talk about the environment, right? Like, so a crawfish boil, the reason it's fun is because you get a bunch of people together you eat some badass food, right? Which is always like a, a draw together. And we actually talked about it when we were there. Like, there's a bunch of motherfuckers standing around in the yard, and then somebody dumps a giant fucking bucket of food on the table. Oh, and yeah. like immediately everybody's like, like Oh, this is what we're doing now. And like come together and like start talking and eating and like doing stuff together. And it's a very like communal uh uh socializing event. All the men folks stayed around the cooking. Yeah, if yeah. you pay it's attention to that, just like a barbecue pit, right? Yep. Like the dudes stand around it and they're like, "Yep, it's getting hot over there," you know, like to save <laughs> random shit. Like, yeah, and then you say something and you point and they go, "Yep," and they fucking <laughs> stab it with a spoon or something, you know, slap it a little bit, <laughs> or like when somebody's working on a car. Yep. Yeah, same thing. Oh, that motherfucker right there's your problem, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Yep." <laughs> <laughs> Let me hit it a little bit. You're not getting any spark. You're gonna need to pull those plugs. Yeah, I, I got dude, that's what I was doing. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, but to Chop's point, so like people are scattered all over the yard. I mean, in every crevice. You've got like people that are sneaking off to the side of the house for some reason. You've got people that are like hanging out with the kids over here. You've got people that are standing around the crawfish pot. You've got people sitting by their cooler drinking beer. And then someone dumps that crawfish on the table and you just watch everybody like right to the table. Mm-hmm. And it's what I, what I like about it is that it's... it's uh, it, you don't have to ring a dinner bell. You don't have to say, hey, guys, it's time for dinner. You don't have to make a plate and, you know, you just dump it on the table and you're like, all right, soup's on. Yeah. And everyone fucking. Dude, even the kids. Like, they, they start fucking swan diving out of the bounce house and coming over and ripping apart some food. Dude, it's the best, man. You can't you can't do that with anything else. Could you imagine if you had like, I don't know, pizza? I guess that would work. But see, but even that, like people are going to come up, they're going to grab their slice of pizza and then they're going to. Like bounce. bail mm-hmm. and crawfish, they all stand around the table and like. One thing I will say is there's a fucking mess to clean up afterwards. Oh yeah, dude, I'm talking trash bags full of crawfish and shrimp shells. Shit, I got a mess of shells at my house, dude. Yeah, and 
So where this party we were at last week where they fucked up, and I know they fucked up even though I didn't see the aftermath because you, you brought it up to me, is they had a giant table, six-foot folding table or whatever, full of... of Three of them, Basically right? two shellfish, of them? right? And then, yeah, two, two folding six-foot tables. And then, like, a couple of brute trash cans. Now, these trash cans did not have garbage bags in them. You know they were spraying that motherfucker out with the hose the next day like, God damn it. Or or the alternative to that is they didn't, and it stinks like a motherfucker right now. Mm -hmm. And they're just like, fuck that thing, dude. Put it on the curb. (laughs) Oh, man, that would be so fucked up. You just leave it and fucking set it on the curb, and we're like, sorry, garbage bros. Like, this is going to suck. Dude, I got so mad at the trash people the other day. So my, uh, my trash, I cleaned my garage. So my trash can was like, little bit overflowing and when i say a little bit i mean like it was above the lip but the lid still closed and like held it down you know yeah but it was crazy when and i had everything that was overflowing was in one amazon box and i like folded it so that it was contained you know uh Uh, i get home from work and i guess the wind had blown the lid off and it had blown the box out of the trash can so it's laying on the ground now they dumped the trash can but they didn't pick up the box Hmm. and like I get it. It's not their job to clean up the street. I do get that. Uh, But also, it is their job to, like, pick up the trash. And clearly, I wasn't, like, being a dick or something. You know what I mean? Like, I was trying to keep it contained and, like, nature got involved. And it wasn't that big of a deal. It was a fucking box on the ground. But my point and where I went with it was there's, there's, uh, like, sanitation experts and then there's trash people. And this is a motherfucking trash person if he doesn't pick up the box and throw it in the goddamn trash. I'd pick up the box and throw it in the trash if it's not my trash and I'm not a garbage professional, you know? Yeah. Like, dude, be a human and fucking pick the trash up, bros. Especially if it's your goddamn job. I can see it. Trash people. I agree. Yeah. Pick it up, dude. I'm the same way, man. If I go on a walk, I see trash, I just pick it up and put it in my pocket. Fuck it. Dude, it is is like hit or miss, though, because, like, I've had... I don't know. Like, I've had normal trash collection, and we're only supposed to use our cans or whatever. And I set some shit out, like, in a box, and was just like, this is garbage, and just set it next to the trash. And was like, I hope they grab it, but if they don't, you know. That's on you. Yeah. <clears throat> and I've seen them grab it. And then I've also had times where it's like... Well, what made me think about it is, so we have a brute trash can right outside the studio that we throw shit in. And used to, I would drag the brute trash can out and set it next to my trash bin, because I can, uh, like, I'm, I pay for that, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, now the catch is that means they have to pick up the trash can and dump it and they don't like to do that because mm-hmm. that's like effort, you know? Sure. So what they do is they'll do it, they'll dump it, but then they take my trash can with all the little fucking cigar wrapper shit stuck to the bottom mm-hmm. and they flip it upside down and leave it upside down in front of my house. Mm-hmm. So all the trash that was stuck to the bottom is now like in my yard. Yeah. And it's like, bro, like at least fucking set it down next. So I've evolved now. I, I wait until the trash gets taken out. I bring it back in in the like dumpster with the lid, and then I dump all the gross trash out of the brute trash can right in the bottom of that bitch because they can't flip that motherfucker <laughs> over. <laughs> yeah, somebody in chat said burn it seems to be a theme. So I think that's uh, I think that's the answer to our problems. This episode is if you have a trash can full of crawfish, just set it on fire. Yeah. Oh, and that's where I was going with those brute trash cans at the at the crawfish boil. You know, there's some like even if they did clean it out. There's some crawfish and shrimp tails stuck to the bottom of it. Oh, for sure. Oh, and some throw up too. Yeah, probably oh, yeah. some throw up. Probably uh, some emptied beers, you know. Yeah. Oh, not just beers either. Like beer and wine and champagne and whiskey and, you know. That just oh, yeah. is though. That just is the nature of things. Truly's. <laughs> all I kinds champagne. of shit. I forgot about that. All kinds of shit. Uh, <clears throat> all right. So that does bring up another thing though, right? So we're 
starting to get, you know, vaccines rolling out and everything like that. So moving past that lockdown, hopefully going to be ending relatively soon. Uh, this being kind of one of our earlier experience of like, eh, we're integrating a little bit more. Uh, are you going to miss lockdown? I'm not. I'm not at all. I'm so ready to get back to normal that it's fucking, it drives me crazy. There's certain things I've liked about lockdown, but I think those things will stay. Can I, can I go off on a tangent? Do it. Do it. Uh, I think the people that are like, I don't want to go back. I like lockdown are the people that use it as an excuse to not do anything or like anything they don't want to do. That's, Oh, you know, COVID. Uh, I think that people, um, who have gotten to work from home, which includes me sometimes, but I'm kind of in the middle. I work from home and, and I go in quite often, most of the days. Um, people that weren't from home exclusively are going to be like, nah, I don't, I don't want to go back to work. I want to stay home and fuck off. You know? Uh, I think it's time. Like it is time. I think employers are going to start being like, all right, people like you need to start showing back up to work. COVID's over. Uh, productivity is down. Like we need to get this shit back up. And I, I know there's going to be, there's going to be anecdotal evidence that says, uh, Oh, we're just as productive as we were pre COVID. Or even more so. And it's like, dude, that that can't be true. Like, it just can't. You don't have people there, you know? So I'll I'll take a stand on the other side of your argument. Because I'm definitely one of those people who can work from home all the time. And before the COVID shit, I was working from home. Not all the time. Not, like, every single week, you know? Yeah. I'd go to the office sometimes. But I find myself to be way more productive when I'm at home. Especially when I can more set my own time. Driving into work's a fucking bitch, and I hate to bitch about that, but it's such a waste of time. Especially if I can just sit in front of a computer at home and do the same fucking thing. We actually had somebody in chat mention that one of the things they are going to miss is the lockdown traffic. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. And being able to, like, like you go to the restaurant, or you know, like the drive-thru or something, and it's just empty. Like, that's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, and so I can, I don't know. I see both sides, I guess. So for me, work, like... <clears throat> I'm working from home now and it sucks. I would rather be working like on site where I was working before. Cause that means like I'm traveling, I make more money and so on and so forth. Right. So it's kind of shitty for me to work from home, but I like all the other aspects of it. Like, and I know controversial, I'm going to get shit on for this, but like if I could go to the grocery store and not have a motherfucker breathing down my neck and like not coughing directly into my eyeballs, that would be fucking sweet. Like <laughs> I wish we could keep that part and then get rid of like, do you think masks are going to stick around after COVID? Oh, yeah. I think so for the wrong people. Like, the introverted motherfuckers are still going to be walking around with a mask on, but all the extroverted motherfuckers that are, like, shaking hands with 150 people on a daily basis are going to be walking around without a mask, you know? And let me ask you this. do you Can you honestly say that you think productivity is as good across the board or, like, uh, overall as a general trend? Do you think productivity is as good as it was pre-COVID? I'm not talking about your... No, 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 I know, I know. Uh, well, I mean, clearly it's probably down. I mean, what did the GDP do this last year for 2020? U.S. GDP. Oh, I looked it up yesterday and I can't remember. You can't remember? Okay. <laughs> I mean, that'd be a clear indicator. I think GDPs are down around the world, you know? So. That's kind of, I don't know. I would be curious if we were in lockdown all of this year, how that compared to 2019. Not saying that I want that, just saying that like that would be a good measurement but like last year people had to adapt right so there was like several months where my company wasn't doing a goddamn thing because we had to adapt to being yeah. virtual yeah so i would imagine last year it probably went down but i would be curious how it was this year versus 2019 
I think there's going to be some companies that evolve with it who can look at, we don't need that much office space. We can just keep people at home and be just as productive. There's certain <laughs> things that you can't do that with. You know, if there have to be people present to do their jobs, you're going to lose productivity if they're stuck at home all the time. So it all depends. If you're doing something that requires you be in there, I guess it sucked. I guess know? to my point, though, is uh, there's two lines of work, essentially, in this in this debate. One is um, area, fields where you can work from home, potentially. In those fields, the argument is going to be, no, we were just as productive. And then there's fields where you can't work from home. And clearly, those are going to not be as productive. Mm-hmm. So as like overall, it, it, you can't help but say, look, we're, we're less productive like we are. Sure, yeah. and I think because that's why the people that work from home aren't going to be more like so much more productive that it's going to counteract the people that can't work, you know. Well, and that's why I think it comes down to like a company by company basis. For you know, a company that has a physical product that they need to work with, working from home is not really an option, right? But for like a, I'm trying to think of a good example, <laughs> but like a sales associate or something like that, then it completely changes, right? Because like they can make calls from their fucking like a. I, I'm talking like inside sales, right? Like, they could totally work from home, and it's not a huge deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they have to schedule a call. They have to get that call done. They could do that sitting at their house rather than sitting at their desk. So I, I feel like it could go it, – it's by comp- company by company or, you know, whatever. But uh, I think that – Hey, Kevin, thanks for following. Yeah, thanks. Also, lunch money. Thank you for following. Uh, so, yeah, I, th- I, think it's, I think it's company to company is what it comes down to. But <clears> – <throat> Uh, I did see a good thing coming from Twitch chat, a good uh, argument. It certainly did not help the production of the PS5 because that motherfucker is still not available. Dude, and I'm way out of my depth here, but I think like, I think there's some, some fucking computer chips or something. Processors, maybe you probably know better. Yeah. There's a big shortage around the world right now of, uh, just semiconductors in general. And it has a lot to do with COVID. It's because the fucking, cause people aren't working. Yeah. The people that are producing them are not producing them. The big manufacturers like Qualcomm and Intel. And it also has to do with all the trade embargo shit with China. You know what I mean? Because the way a lot of that stuff works is we design the chips over here and then we sell them to OSATs. Offshore uh, is what it stands. Offshore Something. assembly and test, I think is what it is, is an OSAT. And it's a third party that does all the shit for you. They have all the people working in the clean rooms. They build all the chips, all the wafers. They do it all for you. Mm. But now when everything's all taxified, mm. fucked up, People aren't buying chips anymore. Everybody wanted laptops when we went home for COVID and bought all the chips that they needed for the laptops, you know, right to make them. And now there's this big shortage. Do you think that's what's led to the PlayStation shortage? Yeah, absolutely, because it's the same technology. I'm sure that didn't help. And also, I know that processors and GPUs, which Twitch chat brought up as well, so like the newest generation of uh, AMD and uh, Intel, NVIDIA and all of them are really fucking hard to get your hands on, like real hard. Um, so I'm sure that's not helping that situation at all. I mean, that, that is the situation, I guess, but it's that situation isn't helping with PlayStation or anything else like that. So to bring it all the way back mm-hmm. to the initial question, are you going to miss lockdown? Yeah. Um, I'm going to say no, but I think, so if you look at how we all answered about our jobs though, that is exactly how we lean on that topic. Like he could work from home hundred percent and be as, or more productive Whereas I want to be in on site and you want you and your guys to be on site. So I think that. Yeah. If I'm at home, shit is not as productive. Like it's just not, I have to be there in order for shit to happen. Yeah. What do they call it? As something of interest, not a vested interest, but like 
Yeah, if what you're doing requires you to be there, of course you're going to have a vested interest in fucking people not being at home all the time. A bias? Know? I have a landscaping business. You can't work from home when you got a landscaping <laughs> business. Come on, bro. Yeah. But if you're a fucking CPA or something, I have a home office. Call me. I have spreadsheets on my computer. Fuck yeah. off. Yeah. You know, like, why do I need to go into an office? Think about if you work for yourself. You're going to work from your home office or you're going to go rent some fucking motherfucker downtown so you can fucking drive into work every day and fucking meet with people. How about this? I will say that, uh, you know, what, we're, we're what, the 32nd largest comedy podcast in the Ukraine? Mm-hmm. If we got to like the 15th largest comedy podcast in Ukraine, I would work from the studio all the time. Oh, sure. Yeah. I yeah. mean, we work from the studio now. I go to work here. Yeah. I don't care about that. Oh, good point. Uh, somebody in Twitch chat did bring up, though, that without working from home, you don't have to deal with meeting bros. Oh, yeah, you do. I yeah, still got meetings. Yeah. Fuck, dude. So yeah. that's the, that's my... Okay, <laughs> this is where I'm going to go off on a rant. So I, I do have to be there in order for shit to happen. I try to call in and like make shit happen over the phone, and it just doesn't happen the same. So I'm the, usually the motherfucker that's still at the office, and I've got to get on these conference calls with motherfuckers that are at home, and their dogs are barking, and their fucking girlfriends walking through the background, and they're... You know what I mean? Like, they're eating fucking cake or something, uh-huh. and... <laughs> And I've got to deal. I've still got to deal with the meeting bros. I've still got to deal. And fucking uh, Zoom meeting bros are as bad or worse than meeting bros at the office, like in person. They're equal. They're equal. They can fucking slow shit down so hard. Oh, yeah. yeah. So not only am I dealing with the Zoom meeting bros, I'm at the fucking office dealing with Zoom meeting bros. And it's like, dude, the, the ultimate fucking. I prefer those kind of meetings because it's like. At least when I was on site, it was if you were stuck in a meeting in a room somewhere with a bunch of people and the time ended, you couldn't necessarily leave. But now you can be like, I got another meeting and you can click end. and you can fucking leave. That That's bitch. true. That's true. And you can use COVID as an excuse to get out of anything you don't want to do, right? Yeah. Oh, my COVID. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Cheers. Okay. Cheers. All right. So I'm going to drag it out of that because we got a little bit more serious. Hold on. Hold on. I got to say something. All right, look, dickheads, each week we're dropping this bomb-ass content for your ear holes, and now we're asking you to do something in return. The next time you look at your phone, type in whiskeyandwhiskerspodcast.com. On our website, you can find links to all our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that bullshit. There's also links to the, all the places you can listen. Uh, but I'm not done. Like, I'm not just reading this shit for my enjoyment. Like, listen, I'm actually, re- I'm actually trying to talk to you. On whiskeyandwhiskerspodcast.com, there's also a link to our Patreon account. This is how you can really put your money where your mouth is. If you like the show, go ahead and subscribe to our $1,000 a month level and get a free rim job. If you're a broke bitch, there's also subscriptions starting at just $1. So go support us on Patreon. This is how we're going to keep the show going. Uh, All jokes aside, we really do appreciate it. And go fuck yourself. Yeah. All right. So here's what I wanted to roll into. And this is kind of transitioning from like more heavy shit to just like cool shit. And then we can get back to dicks and buttholes, right? So... Uh, here's, here's what it is, right? So there's this picture I saw earlier and it's called thou shall not. Okay. Okay. And what it was is it was this movie producer and he basically, they came up with this set of rules about what you could and could not have in movies and, and, uh, movie posters and everything like that at the time. Right. So, uh, the whole premise of this picture is basically he made a picture of everything that you're not supposed to have. Right. And on the wall, there's a poster, there's a poster that says like thou shalt not. And it has the list of each thing on it. So basically it's, uh, thou shalt not show it's, it's thou shalt not show this. And it's 
Law Defeated, Inside of Thigh, Lace Lingerie, Dead Man, Narcotics, Drinking, Exposed Bosom, Ooh. Uh, Gambling, Pointing Gun, or a Tommy Gun. Now, a Tommy gun. this picture has every single one of those in the scene. And he basically did it as like a, a fuck you, saying like, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. Like, my shit is art, fuck yourself. I got my Thomas gun right here. Is, is this modern day? No, no, no. This is this like is in, the, in the like 30s or something. Okay. Oh, because Tommy this, guns were the uh, assault rifle of fucking... And this is a slippery slope. So I, I, see it. I appreciate this guy's candor. Mm-hmm. Um, He's probably dead. I like his style. Him. Yeah. Especially given the fuck you to like the powers of be. They're like, oh, you can't say that's the cancel culture of the time. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. Um, which, by the way, cancel culture is not something that's new. It's something that's always been there and it will always be there. It just changes what we... Or upset what we call about. it, or what we're upset about, yeah. Uh, I'm almost reluctant to go here, but like, what are some things that you can't do now? From oh. when? Yeah, I mean, there's a whole list. <laughs> From when? From when? We're like, we gotta get a point, like in time, and be like, okay. How about this? I'll I'll start it simple, right? We can all agree here. N- anymore, people don't smoke. People don't smoke on TV anymore. Have you noticed that? No, they do. Where? Uh, Sons of Anarchy. It's the first one that comes to mind. Just because I've been watching it recently. And that's a little dated, but okay, I'll give it to you. Uh, it's a motherfucker It has like 11 seasons, bro. <laughs> that shit. I was watching it in middle school, sure, but fuck, man. What about that uh, one where they did drugs on HBO? Uh, so like Mad Men, like Mad Men, they smoke like crazy. And that's yeah. that's a, it's because it's supposed to be a period piece, What about right? Breaking Bad? Do they smoke in Breaking Bad? But I guess my point is like most shows... Yeah. Most shows, uh, back in the day, everybody was smoking because they were pimping cigarettes, you know? Yeah, yeah. And now, that's not the case. Like, it's, uh, and people smoke, right? Like, it doesn't have to, uh, clearly, if we're watching a hospital show, if we're watching fucking ER, then I get it that those people aren't smoking because doctors don't fucking smoke because it'll kill you. Yeah. But if you're watching, like, I don't know, fucking, I don't even know, like, some kind of reality TV or something, those people are going to be smoking. Like, they are. But you know something that's shifted the other way? What's that? Cussing. There's way more cussing now in oh, yeah. TV and commercials than there ever was, dude. I've been watching, uh, I've been watching Snowpiercer, and that's I think it's on NBC. I watch it on Paramount Plus. I think it's on NBC, maybe. But uh, I think they've gotten away with a couple fucks on like network TV, dude. And okay, so Chat brought up a good point. Vikings is a good example of you can kind of show whatever the fuck you want. Like somebody mentioned that they strung up a man and a blood eagle. Oh yeah, <laughs> which is pretty fucking brutal. Uh, they also definitely smoke in Yellowstone, uh, which again, chat mentioned right now, but that's, that's super fucking recent. So, I mean, it, it's around, but I, I get your point. Like right. back in the day, it was like every fucking show, like you could be watching a children's show and the host is smoking a cigarette. Cause it's like, and not even that, not even that hard. Like, uh, like twilight zone, like the new twilight zone. There's not people just chain smoking cigarettes. There's not even people casually smoking cigarettes, but I think like, so my dad was born in 51. He talks about people smoking in the grocery stores when he was a kid. Right. You know what I mean? That's totally different. You can't walk into mm-hmm. Montgomery Wards and fucking light up a sm- cigarette and fucking walk around. You know what I mean? I've had to actually, my grandmother's talked about when she was like 14 years old, driving a car and smoking a cigarette with the windows up just because like that was normal at the time. You know? I miss, you guys remember cigarettes places when you were kids, right? Like the smell of like gas stations and stuff when people smoked in them. Uh, see, I think when I think of like that smoke smell, I imagine like IHOP or a fuck or Denny's dude, Denny's smelled like cigarettes in the nineties. Oh yeah. You know, still smells like cigarettes, but (laughs) yeah. 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 I remember so many things from as a kid, 
my parents smoked, so that's probably why. You know, so everywhere we went, they would smoke, or it was a smoking acceptable place. But like the gas station, lighting up a cigarette in the gas station is just a thing, you know. And I think uh, I think it's also worth mentioning, and I, I I think a lot of it revolves around the ratings now. So like smoking is direct, like listed as one of the, like you know what I mean. Like if it says TVMA or whatever, and it says like alcohol, drug use, sexuality, or nudity, or something, and then smoking, like that's all on that list. And so some shows will take smoking out specifically so that they can hit a specific rating. And I think that's why you don't see it on like reality TV is because they want it to be like rated everybody. Blood is another one. I think blood uh, escalates it to like the next higher rating, right? If you show red blood, which is why you get, you get, I think uh, I didn't watch it, but I'm, I'm projecting here. I'm guessing. Um, th- what was the twilight? The vampires? Yeah, yeah. They didn't have red blood, right? Mm-hmm. They have, like, black blood or something. Mm-hmm. Um, same with the orcs uh, in Lord of the Rings. Well, they're they orcs, dude. black blood. If you think about it, there wasn't a lot, I don't, if any, red blood, like, human blood being sprayed, like, 300 style right. on Lord of the Rings. And there were motherfuckers swinging swords and shit. Like, oh, we yeah. should have seen some of that. What about... But we didn't because if you show red blood, it takes it from PG-13 to rated R. So you show black blood and... Oh, yeah, the orcs have black blood, and it, it's okay. Have yeah. you seen the 101 Dalmatians cartoon from, like, the 60s? What? 101 Dalmatians. The Disney movie? Yeah. Is it from the 60s? I didn't think it was that yeah. old. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's a, well, fucking dude smokes a pipe, and Corella smokes the fucking cigarette deal. Yeah. Now it's all green. If you watch it on Disney, they make it, like, this green, nasty mist that her cigarette smoke is to make it look bad. Oh, that's yeah. clever. So I know it applies to video games as well. Um, if you have blood in a different color, then you can keep it at a certain rating level. But uh, as soon as you have red blood, it changes it to the, like the next higher. Rating. I remember that in maybe it was uh, Resident Evil. They let you change the blood color. Maybe that I don't think it was for ratings back then, but I remember you could change the blood color. Yeah, I don't think Resident Evil was worried about ratings. Or no, it was uh, Killer Instinct. You could change the blood color on Killer Instinct. Hmm. It could be like purple or green or red. I want people to go hard the like like the guy in the picture, right? The guy that you showed with the Tommy gun and the inside of the thigh and the lace and all that. Yeah. Dude, let people fucking go hard, you know? Like let them let them say fuck. Let's see some titties on on mainstream TV. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Like let's let's make it happen. Let's make this fucking cool. It's so real though, man. And everybody I, like you said earlier though, and that's what I think we have to keep in mind is that like this is nothing new. Cancel culture and sensitivity to bullshit. It's yeah, nothing it's always new. Been it's always been there. There's just different outlets for it and like different people's opinions now. Yeah, I, so talking video games again, Mortal Kombat had the the cheat, which was A B A C A B B. But see in the 90s they didn't give a fuck. They were going hard. Yeah. They were like, "We we made a violent video game. This is the most violent vi-. They tried to make the most violent video game and then someone else would one up them, right? Like then yeah. you'd have the uh oh, well, who was the gorilla and the and the velociraptor that fought, you know? Mm-hmm. And then Tekken comes along, and then like Mortal Kombat steps it up, and then Twisted Metal is like fuck all of you, and like they <laughs> Dude, just kept one up in each other. Even look at like music. So uh, like D. Schneider versus Tipper Gore back in the eighties and the early nineties. Like they're like your your music's violent and lyrics make teenagers. D. Schneider's uh, Twisted Sister. Yeah, right? yeah, uh, yeah. He went in front of like the Supreme Court, I think, to defend his fucking musical freedom. You know what I mean? Just because people were hating on it, and trying to cancel it same thing dude it's just different different uh medium now you know i feel like guns are quickly becoming uh, a topic that like 
like if it has a gun, it's going to start escalating to the next level. And, and um, people still use guns in movies and shows like as a, a part of the narrative. But now more and more guns are being like criminalized within the context of the show. So like if someone has a gun, they're a bad guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. They've got ill intentions or something. Unless they're a cop. Why the fuck is that? Like everyone across the board is pissed off at cops right now. And for some reason we still act like cops are the good guys in movies. Can we stop pretending like the cops are the good guys? Fuck. That's one where we do need to evolve. Cops are, uh, our HR. Oh, that's why I hate them. Yeah. They're the same. <laughs> Dude, that's way too real, bro. <laughs> You know what I mean, though? Like, like, okay, in the in the 90s, you got Bruce Willis or fucking Sylvester Stallone or someone, Arnold Schwarzenegger's kindergarten cop, and he's going to go in there and fuck some shit up. This is a remnant of the John Wayne days, right? Mm. Uh, and we needed that at the time. And then Bruce Willis and those guys brought it a little more gritty and a little more hardcore, and we needed that at the time. At this point, we don't need you to be a cop to be the good guy. Like, let's get some Punisher shit going. You know, some Deadpool. Like, mm. And no, those were both superheroes, so that's a bad example, but you know what I mean? Like we can get some shit. That's not the, the superhero. We can just be regular dudes that are being the good guy, the protagonist, so to speak. Why, why not just doing the right thing? No good guy, bad guy. Just do the right thing. If you're going to like, who's the, who's the hero for today? Like who's the Bruce Willis equivalent action star, probably the rock, right? Or Jason Statham, maybe. Yeah, maybe. And even still like, is that even a, Thing now? The Rock's a little bit more flexible, but like Jason Statham is a cop usually, right? Yeah. Yeah. Somebody did bring up uh, Punisher as a good example of not a superhero that mm-hmm. can go hard as fuck. It's crazy too when they have people who like... But they're very clear about the Punisher is not a good guy. They like go to great lengths within the episode or in the show to to say like this guy is not good, the yeah. movie or whatever. Definitely like an anti-hero kind of. So again, criminalize and his, his superpower is that he's a bad motherfucker and he has guns. Mm-hmm. So they're like, okay, look, this guy's cool and we can think he's awesome or whatever, but only in like a, it's cool to root for the bad guy sort of way. Yeah. I, I can get what you're saying. Uh, There's definitely not room for a Bruce Willis, like gunslinger type hero, action hero anymore. Like Rambo. Yeah. Well, that's a bad example. Cause the first Rambo was kind of hardcore dude. Yeah. So there's some movies and it's it's crazy because Sylvester Stallone is in the two examples that I'm about to use. Rocky one and Rambo one were really, really good movies. Like the story was really good. Um, it Later, as those characters evolved and more and more sequels came out, they turned into like the cliche action hero stuff that yeah. that you think of. <clears throat> but if you go back and watch those, like they're kind of slow and they're dramatic. It's mm-hmm. it's uh, definitely closer to like, you know. Uh, the Dark Knight, what is it? Uh, the second one with the Joker. It's definitely more akin to that Batman than like the third one where he's fighting Bane or whatever and he's beating people up in the streets. Even sure. even Conan, I know that's a lame way to look at it, but like Conan the Barbarian was a very in-depth like story, you know? And then like the Destroyer and all the stupid ones that came after that were just dumb. Like they just yeah. filled space with bullshit. They're like, we need dragons and explosions and fucking... Yeah, some tits right here and fucking okay... Where's Beastmaster? Which We're is what I just got through. Like, I'm such a hypocrite. <laughs> what I just got through being like, we need more of this shit on TV. <laughs> uh, yeah, another another really good example uh, Twitch brought up was uh, Keanu Reeves, John Wick. Like, that's a that's gun-wielding motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he, you're definitely rooting for him. 100%. Definitely no cowboys, though. You know, that, that life isn't glorified that 
that fight in life. You know what I mean? Yeah, you almost have to go underground, you know? Mm-hmm. They don't have gunslingers on TV anymore. You know what I mean? I mean, John Wick is a gunslinger, but but he's, again, he's got that, like, you're not turning kind of a bad guy. You're not looking guy. at John Wayne movies. You're not he didn't have a big gold movies. star on his chest, and he walks in, and he's like, all right, everyone sit the fuck down. You I'm know? the like, sheriff in this town. Now, what about uh, Hardcore Henry? <laughs> Dude, I don't even know about this. Yeah, that's taking it off the rails, but... <laughs> Uh, I think we gotta change gears or take a shot or both. Yeah, yeah. Here, both. chop, pour them up for us. Hey, chop. All right, for you listeners of Whiskey and Whiskers podcast, Audible's offering a free audiobook download with a free 30 day trial membership uh, to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Um, I so I've been listening to. I remember a while back, I was listening to. Uh, oh, what is it called? Fucking the three body problem series, right? Yeah. And there's three books and like, I can't even explain like the scope and scale that these books go into. Like it starts off as kind of this like mystery and then they throw in aliens and fucking science fiction and shit. And then it, eventually it turns into like, like gods and Titans fighting each other over the course of billions of years. Like the scale gets so big and now I'm on the fourth book. That's where I was going with this. And Wait, the fourth it's a book, three body problem, but it's a four book problem. No, so three three body problem is is the, the first, first three book. books, right? But yeah. but uh, I can't say his name. Six and Lou wrote the first three, and and another motherfucker wrote the fourth one and released it as like fan fiction on the internet, and it got so much traction that uh, he actually got invite like he got invited to publish, and then he reached out to the original writer and was like, "Hey, I'm not going to publish this if like I wrote this as fan fiction because I love your series." And he was like, no, I love it. Um, it there's even a, a foreword at the beginning of the book that's like, look, I, I'm not saying you have to take this as canon. Uh, obviously, a lot of people don't. But it is a way to like stay in this universe and continue with these characters that we love. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's uh, the ones that I was listening. It's Three Body Problem, uh, the, dark, the Dark Forest, and Time's End or something like that. And then the last one is Balshu. It's written by Balshu, a different guy. And. Um, it's really good. I'm enjoying it a lot. Uh, I did a couple other books. I'm trying to catch up on some of like get more cultured and do like, you know, the bell jar and Easy fucking Blake. you know, the scarlet letter and the shit that I just never read that I should have. Catcher uh, in the Rye. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, you know, if you're into more science fiction, you can do that. If you want Westerns, like they got it all, uh, to download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash whiskey and whiskers. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash whiskey and whiskers for your free audio book. All right, so we we mentioned it, and I'm going to bring it back. Uh, shots, let's go. Yeah, 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 shots. I mentioned Tink. it, and we're going to kick those back. Tink. Oh. All right. Whew. Let's go down the rabbit hole. All right, I'm ready. Or Snowpiercer. Hmm. Oh, Snowpiercer. It's so this is one of my new favorite sci-fi, like, fucking worlds now. Uh <laughs> I got again. I got into the three body problem. It's more hardcore sci-fi. I've always been a fan of Star Wars. Um, I recently watched the new Star Trek, which is pretty fucking good. I must say, I wanted to hate it, and it's dude, it's good. But uh, I'm not as. I, I even got so far as to like. I started watching uh, the Next Generation just to be like, damn, these Star Trek motherfuckers know what's up, you know. Anyway, uh, I got into Snowpiercer, and for. Like, dystopian future sci-fi shit, Snowpiercer is fucking good. And it's all, like, such a simple metaphor that, like, I can follow it really easy, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, like clearly there's this, this is the lower class because it's the fucking tailies in the back of the train. Like, 
they make it so simple. It's not, you don't have to get very abstract to figure out what the fuck they're talking about, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, Chop, sorry, I, I took it away from you. Go ahead. All right, so. <laughs> I just wanted to get hyped about Snowpiercer. Cause it's I don't know anything good. about it, so I'm I'm, I'm Snowpiercer, interested. it's current series, right? I think they're in the middle of season two. It's on NBC? Uh, I don't know what it's CNBC, on. CNBC, MSBC. It's on my server. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's in, it's there. Uh, so. It's current series. It was a movie also made in like 2014. Which, by the way, for those of you that are about to get into the Snowpiercer show, which I recommend highly, uh, the show and the movie are like set in the same universe, but they're completely different characters. It's not a sequel. It's not a like they, they're standalone, right? Like it's one one take on it and a different take on it. You've got the movie and you've got the show. They're different, right? Mm-hmm. I just want to lay that out there. So apparently, if you like Snowpiercer, you should give the Expanse a go. But uh, what I was going to say is that that's kind of the same universe with the Snowpiercer movie and the show. Now, <clears throat> I went down a rabbit hole where somebody was talking about how Snowpiercer is actually a sequel sequel to Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. What, dude? And when I saw Chop showed me this video on YouTube, and when I when, like when he told me what it was going to be, I was like. What the fuck, dude? Like, this is this is this is a joke. This is like Dark Side of the Moon and Wizard of Oz. Like, yeah, like it doesn't make sense. It doesn't line up. That's bullshit. And so I get like three minutes into this fucking YouTube video, and I'm like, okay, this is bullshit. And then I get five minutes into it, and I'm like, hey, that's kind of like weird that those things line up, but you know, that's just coincidence. And then I get like 15 minutes into this, and I'm like, holy fucking shit, Wilford <laughs> is fucking uh, Charlie, right? Like <laughs> this. This is fucking it, dude. Damn. Dude, so it's kind of crazy. So, uh I like this. It it it's a progression and and he even like in the video, he's like, "All right, look. Here's some hard facts about both of these shows that kind of line up. Here's some themes that line up. Uh here's some plot points that kind of line up. Here's a timeline that kind of lines up." And then he'll also go and be like, "All right, look. I get that this is a stretch, but Assuming all these other things that I just mentioned, like here's a few other kind of extraneous like things that kind of connect the two, but he'll he'll admit it when he's like, eh, I, I get it. This isn't uh, this is whack, but dude, yeah. he starts connecting dots, right? Like he's like, this character is this person's son, and look at the uh, look at how similar they are, and look at here they respond to this situation like this, and clearly this guy, you know, look, this guy's overweight, Augustus Gloop, right? Like this is his offspring, oh, and then shit. this is. Uh, by you know, the Violet Beauregard. Or yeah, this is her. This wait, is, is her as she grows up. I might be wrong. <laughs> no, she's in Willy Wonka. Okay. And then, uh, and then it gets down to like Charlie and Mr. Wilford, and they, they do the W thing, right, for Wonka and Wilford. Mm-hmm. And uh, Charlie takes over the chocolate factory. They're uh, both, uh, Willy Wonka and Mr. Wilford from Snowpiercer, are into like sweets and food, which clearly Snowpiercer is, is built to generate food and be self-sustaining. But... Even more importantly, if you remember, which I didn't even really catch when I watched Willy Wonka, but now it's so obvious. He's also, he's into food or sweets, and he's into, like, wonky modes of transportation. You've got the fucking bubble car. You've got mm-hmm. the teleportation device. You've got the elevator. You've the got the wonka Vader, in the, the fucking boat. It's all, like... And when he walks out, the first time he's introduced, he does that crazy spin when he falls. It's, That's a pretty weird way of moving too, man. It's all uh it's all like strange and interesting ways to solve a transportation problem, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> so cool. Now Charlie is taken over the factory and he's a he's an eccentric uh m- presumably billionaire 
that's isolated and into alternate modes of transportation to to solve and self-sustaining food and self-sustaining food to solve world problems. And and then he starts connecting the characters. And by the end of it, I'm fucking uh, Charlie from from. You're always, liking this YouTube always sunny, video. like I'm smoking cigarettes and like stretching <laughs> string. Holy fucking shit, dude. <laughs> dude, it's fucking wild. And so on top of that, like they, they line up a timeline of like, okay, he did this and, you know, took over this. And by that point, like they would have been the same age, like Charlie from the movie. Uh, and we're talking about the original here. So Charlie from the movie and the guy from uh, Snowpiercer, which I forget his name. I don't. Wilford. Wilford. So uh, Wilford Industries which is what runs the train was what took over for Willy Wonka because Willy Wonka is gone now, you know? So anyway, they take that whole point, but then like the whole point of the movie, right? Willy or the, the Snowpiercer movie in 2014 was that the guy is looking for a, basically like a predecessor and he makes him do it by like going through this group, going through a series of rooms, trials, trials and people slowly getting picked off or whatever and so one person makes it and then he like has a sit down heart to heart with them and he's like look here's the deal this is what we need to do and like a lot of the themes line up a lot of the plot points line up of like he took that exact idea from Willy Wonka right like Willy Wonka did the exact same thing to find Charlie it was fucking nutty dude yeah it's (laughs) wild it's two things that I if, if nothing else, it'll be fun to continue on. And again, I'm watching Snowpiercer the show, which is a completely different thing. Mm-hmm. But it's fun to it'll be fun to go back and watch the movie again and start connecting those dots, you know, like to, to be paying attention to them. And even more so, it'll be fun to go back to Willy Wonka. And this is the original Willy Wonka, by the way, not the Johnny Depp version. Although you could probably make There's an it. argument there because the, the stories are almost the same. Now I feel silly. There's a Johnny Depp version. I have not seen that one. Yeah, there's a Johnny Depp version. Of it's Willy Gene Wonka. Wilder in the first one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They even go and they, dude, they have, um, they they connect the dots with Slugworth and how he like is a spy, but actually he's working for Willy Wonka. And then the guy on the uh, Snowpiercer is a spy that's in the tale, but actually he's working for Wilford, and it's the same guy, but now he's way old. Like it's it goes hard, dude. Damn, son. That's a fucking rabbit hole. It's fun. If you've, ev- if you've ever watched the Snowpiercer movie, and clearly everybody's watched Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, go check out that YouTube video. Yeah. Just because it'll be fun. It'll I, be fun. I think before you said any of that, before, if you ever watch YouTube videos, <laughs> watch this shit, dude. Every YouTube video is a fucking, like you're saying, fucking bringing strings across the room, bullshitting about stuff. Yeah. All right. So that was a fun one. Let's move into... Some dicks and buttholes, because that's our that's our that's our mo, right? Chess right? boxing. I can't. That's wait. what you're. That's what you're all here for. So, uh, I want to talk about. The, okay, yeah, we'll we'll go straight up, kind of dicks and buttholes. Uh, so, the one that I want to talk about now is there was a bear that got a hold of like fucking like four thousand kilos of cocaine, something like that. Uh huh. That overdosed and died. As one does with he that died. much cocaine. Holy shit, dude! Cocaine kills, bro. So I saw that that uh, article come across the the podcast text or whatever that we use to keep up with topics, and uh, I didn't read it. <laughs> Not a lick of it. So I'm going just off the title. I'm assuming, sure. dude. His that, face was like. I'm assuming that's uh, how was the bear involved here? Like there was a guy trafficking cocaine that got caught because a bear died, and they cut it open and found a bunch of cocaine. Mm-hmm. How did, how did the bear enter this equation? Are we doing like a salt and sea fucking badger on a leash shit? Maybe he was in like Kentucky and he was baiting 
or saying he's baiting for bears with cocaine. <laughs> and he was like, it's my bait. And they're like, it's a bunch of cocaine. And he's like, well, that's what I bait my bears with out here in Kentucky. It's, it's hard to bait with cocaine. Your dick gets all soft. Hey, but look what that bear did. He got the bear now. Come on. And how did the bear get the cocaine? That's what I'm saying. He's got a good nose and he's got some teeth in his mouth. Dude, now. you know the bear could snort up some cocaine. Dude, oh, I bet he was like a dog. Can you imagine lining up rails for a fucking grizzly bear? Come on. Dude, he went straight to the fucking source, dude, and just fucking went hard. You're like, bro, fucking Yogi, you need to contribute a little bit here. How about throwing some money on this dude, shit? Dude, he God went damn. out hard. You imagine how cool his death was? He was like, I'm so high, dead. Dude, chat made a good point. Uh, that was an apex predator there for about 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, give that bear a if helmet. Bad, man. Put some spikes on his shoulders. Holy shit. Maybe Damn. a saddle. He's unstoppable. Maybe some oxygen. He needs some oxygen. Maybe some water. <laughs> an <laughs> IV. some water. Too. An Maybe. IV, dude. Maybe a menthol cigarette. You know, yeah, I don't judge. Dude, yeah, what if you had him set up with this like mechanical suit that had all that shit? Like an oxygen tank and like an IV and all this stuff and like steroids. And it like so, monitored his blood and it could like give him stuff when he was going to attack. We've talked about some different animals with different uh, oh, drugs, yeah. right? So does a, does a coked out bear beat up a meth gator? Yeah. I think so, for sure. No. I think so. Well, fuck. We're, okay, we're not talking about some, some bitch-ass fucking... You know, six foot alligator. That's right, but we're not talking about some bitch ass black bear either. We're talking about uh, a motherfucker dinosaur walking across the golf course, and he's like fourteen feet long. Like you could crawl underneath him. He's so big, you know. You realize though that like once that alligator gets even a sober bear, what even a meth out bear in his mouth, it's done, dude. Now you put that gator on meth. It's it's not even a thing anymore, man. That's not you, even fair. That's not even fair, bro. Dude, the the bear could just crush it. The bear, that's what they do, right? They put their paws on it and go and just crunch them. Nah, dude, that, that ain't gonna work, <laughs> dude. dude have <laughs> you seen that fucking crocodile skull, bro? It's a dinosaur, bro. It's got a straight fucking concrete skull. You can't smash that. They find that shit that's two and a half million years old, bro. Oh, I'll smash. And and <laughs> crocodile smash. You can hold a crocodile's mouth close now. If your fucking hand is in there, you're fucked, right? Like, right. it's not... Yeah, yeah. What but, happens when the crack goes in the water? But all of its muscles are to close, not to open. So, like, uh, you, you, gator, you could hold a gator's fucking mouth closed. I could, but a bear can't. You know what? why? You know why? Because he ain't got no thumbs, bro. Yeah, bears have thumbs. No, they don't. don't. They? They're like fucking dogs, bro. No, you just take a would, big, crazy dog. Down Wait, if- what the fuck? Hold on. This, this is... I'm going to sound stupid. <laughs> Do bears have thumbs? Uh, no, bro. No. They do not. F- fucking kinda. They can't grab shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they can. You ever seen a no. teddy bear? No, bro. They don't have thumbs. <laughs> Little teddy bear monkeys do. They got thumbs. Bears, yeah, I'm with They got I'm thumbs on their on feet. One. Like just a stupid ass dew claw That's way it. up here. That's oh, it. Oh, yeah, they're going to grab shit with that. Come on. No, I'm asking. Like, no. I'm imagining no. a bear claw and it's got a fucking. I mean, it's a bullshit thumb. Yeah, but he's, it's a thumb. But he can't grab shit. It's a paw, bro. It's not a thumb. A thumb is like something you can use, dude. Yeah, yeah, I can grab a fucking gator jaw, but a bear can't. He could maybe bite it, but that gator is going to be like, okay, I'm in the water, and I'm going to toss you around eight times because you're not going to let go because you play tug-of-war with all your... It's not in the water, though. Clearly, it's on the land, right? The gator's got to come onto the land to get the meth. I'm being learned that although they do have the same kind of joint as a human hand, bears do not have thumbs. Ah, see? That's what the chat's good for. Yeah. Amen. Thanks, chat. Uh, Got so, my back every time. So I, I'm in agreement with Gator here. I think I still think the bear wins, though. What? Yeah. You, you can't say you're in agreement with me. Then that's some bullshit. 
Well, I'm I don't co-sign your bullshit you on, the, on the on the paw thing, but I'm I'm just saying that I think the the bear wins. Like, how, I, I'm how not, is the bear going to win? Tell I'm, me how the bear's going to win. He's going to crush him. No, like, just literally crush him. Crushing is not an option. Why? The bear's going to go through the throat of the fucking thing. Right? That's what they do. Or they're going to tear apart the neck. Or he's going to smash it. Which is not going to happen on a fucking alligator, bro. Or a crocodile. A crocodile's bigger, right? Yeah, but I do want a gnarly fucking crocodile with a It's not going to happen, dude. That, so in reality, the crocodile's going to grab its fucking head and pull it underwater and drown it and fucking kill it, dude. Not if the crocodile's on land to get the meth. But why would a crocodile be on land and not To go, get the meth. But it, close to water. There's no meth in the water. It's a saltwater crocodile, bro. The meth heads are scared of water. <laughs> But if they need to get it on the boat... Everyone knows that, that water is the the kryptonite to meth heads, right? Like, yeah, but when you're on meth, you're cool. <laughs> you spray them with the fucking... Hey, get out of here. <laughs> but how's it work for a gator? A gator like lives in the fucking water. So... They- <laughs> <laughs> Maybe for the fucking cocaine fucking big bear, you can spray it with water. What if There's another a- thing the gator can do to beat right, him, dude. What if it's a cocaine col- polar bear? Versus what? An alligator or crocodile. He'll pull him into cold water and fucking drown his ass. <laughs> what up? No, no, that, because alligators. Oh, because they're cold blooded and they yeah. get slow in cold water. <laughs> Fuck y'all, dude. You fucking ninth grade biology bullshit. Fucking they're reptiles. <laughs> and bears have thumbs, so go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> You're bullshit. <laughs> the gator wins, dude. Yeah, Chad's got me, dude. Fuck you all bullshit. Let's talk about something else like fucking chess boxing and fucking beating people up. I'm meth. All right, yeah, Blake's gonna have to lead this one. I don't, dude. I don't know shit about chess boxing. What? Now, what? Now, here's my. Is this fucking, another mystery topic? This is my. Oh t- no. This is my take on it. Right, like you do a round of boxing for however long, and then you do like a oh, few moves right. of chess. I do vaguely remember reading about this now. Or maybe like one move of chess. I don't know the, the exact rules, but it's something like you go from beating somebody's ass to like mentally trying to beat them in a game. So my question, and you, yeah, you're trying to gain your composure and like outsmart your opponent and then you go back. But it's, I it'd mean, be like jacking off and then playing Simon Says, but on a time interval. Exactly like that. That's what, what I was thinking too, actually. That's it's, hard, that's bro. That's weird that our brains are on that same wavelength. It's like you got 15 seconds. <laughs> I feel like you're going to have to set a a rule that's like, look, you've got to win chess, right? Like not fighting. You've got to win chess. That way, motherfuckers actually have to learn how to play chess and they can't just beat up the other dude and be like, there, I won. You could, though. You can fucking knock them out and around and then fucking be like, come on, bitch. So I got a fucking night. What's up? And my question is, you get tapped out. That's fine. You don't get penalized at all. But you did just get choked the fuck out. And now you got to go play chess. So from what I understand, structure and rules, a match between two opposing uh, opponents or two opponents consists of up to 11 alternating rounds of boxing and chess sessions, starting with a four minute chess round, followed by three minutes of boxing and so on. Between rounds, there is one minute pause during which competitors change their gear. What? Should give them like swords and shit? I guess you got to take off your gloves in order to fucking like move your chess pieces. Ah, because you're not using the MMA gloves. So apparently, scoring the boxing round and scored at, or scoring the boxing rounds are scored as per a normal boxing match on points, unless the chess game has seen a conclusion, and this is very rare in the sport. Then the game will go to count back on boxing points. In the event that the boxing is draw, then the win will go to the player playing the black chess pieces. See, this is why I feel like there has to be a rule about you have to beat the motherfucker at chess. That's the goal. It's beating them at chess. But you get to whoop their ass every few minutes. So it's going to be like this weird, like, 
There's going to be motherfuckers out there that can't fight for shit, but they've got to know they're about to get choked the fuck out, and then they have to like regain their composure and play chess. And if they can't play chess, they're fucked. You know? Oh, so apparently, one more point to add to this. Winning the game, uh, you must either gain a checkmate or receive a withdrawal from the chess game. Alternatively, you can knock out your opponent in boxing or win points to receive uh, the win if the chess is a draw. So if you don't know how to play chess, you got to fight like a motherfucker. So basically, you just have to last, right? You're just trying to stay alive in the boxing match and then win in chess. Beat their ass or in chess. the alternative strategy would be beat their fucking breaks in in boxing and just hope to God you <laughs> live long enough in chess to beat their ass. And they can keep their composure. And that's the strategy of beating their ass, right? What's the... Uh, so most sports have a metaphor, right? Like like football is taking your opponent's land by force, you know, using like waves. Um, what's the metaphor for this here? Like that's deep, cl- bro. I never thought about football like that. Clearly, you have like uh, a brains versus brawn thing happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I feel like, given the 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 way it's scored here, the brawn is like clearly going to win, right? Like the guy that can knock the other motherfucker out. That's that's what's up. Uh, it's going to take way longer to beat someone at chess than it is to beat their fucking ass, you know? Yeah, I think <clears throat> I think Twitch had a good uh But it's four minutes of chess, right? It's like a long time of chess. Well, it depends on how quick you're making moves. Some motherfuckers take like But most times when they have like matches like that, they have a timer. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, Twitch chat had a good point, though, and I think it falls back to rule number one. Which is? Don't be a pussy. And t- explain. So if you're in a boxing chess match uh then but that just seems like a boxing match with extra steps right sure but if you're the guy that's going for brain you have to not be a pussy you can't get knocked out or fucking lose your boxing match you still got to be a fucking g about it you know it would be cool to see some because there are some smart ufc fighters sure. like uh are they chess smart though rich rich franklin comes to mind he was a teacher before he was a fighter a chess teacher uh I don't know, maybe, sure. I think he was a math teacher. Oh, it means he's smart. But uh, <laughs> but it would be cool to to see the caliber. But you're going to get wussier fighters, though, right? Like, we need those fucking guys, that grew, those hood motherfuckers that grew up on the street, and they can barely, like, read Dr. Seuss, but they can beat the shit out of anybody. And they can play some chess, motherfucker. And then shit. we also need, like, chess grandmasters that can't fight for shit. To go in and try and beat their ass in chess. That will work, though, because they'll get knocked out in the first round. What comes first, boxing or fucking chess? Chess comes first. But then the chess guy's got the advantage and the boxer's fucked. But they only have four minutes. Yeah, can they beat him in four minutes? I bet they can. I bet they Depends bo- on what the timer is. If the timer's a minute, then probably not. If the timer's like 10 seconds, then probably, yeah. So that would be two moves for one guy mm-hmm. to win. And that's kind of impossible. Because right. the guy could run the clock. Sure. Right. So it, I think it really depends on the timer here, right? I'd like to think it's as soon as one person's had four minutes worth of turn. What would be a better mental game in between boxing? Like, what if people boxed and then they had to, like, balance something? Hand puzzles, bro. Or shoot baskets? Like, what if you had to shoot baskets? <laughs> oh, no. Or, like, milk a cow? But you can't, like, you can't see because your fucking eyes swollen closed and you're trying to shoot baskets? Ooh, Twitch chat says spelling bee. <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. <laughs> or reading? Reading comprehension? <laughs> Well, Mike Tyson's fucked. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that fit. Yeah, I, dude, I'm trying to think. Like, maybe a, a round of, uh, like, a first-person shooter. Like, first first kill in fucking... Versus each See, other. I'm, I'm trying to imagine. What's something that where you have to, like, 
complete calm and focus to get your fucking game on, right? Like you have to be focused and attentive. It would be target shooting. Yoga. No. You can't measure that. <laughs> what about target shooting? Like bows and arrows? Like archery? Or even pistols. Archery? That's what it's called. Even pistols. Mm. That could get dangerous. Yeah. Or like skeet shooting. Hold Any on, these kind guys of just like, fought each other and we're going to give them guns? <laughs> oh yeah, that's kind of a bad idea. Fuck him, man. Yeah. Uh, all right, what about... Tennis. Maybe. Uh, ping pong. But ping these, pong. These, are, these are still sports though, right? Ping pong's not a sport. Or, what do you want to do? Fucking uh, Rubik's Cube in between? Okay, I got this. <laughs> I got this. Wait, hold on. Twitch chat says pistols at dawn, but you have to keep your gloves on. <laughs> work what if you uh what if you had a, a panel of blind ju- judges that don't get to see who's doing what on except for the fighting right guys come out and they fight and then they go around behind a curtain or whatever and they have to paint a picture and then they come back and they fight again and then they go back and they paint a picture and again it doesn't matter if you lose or not you can lose the fight but you got to keep painting that picture and there's three rounds and at the end they show the two pictures and they vote for the best picture the best painting and it can get like anonymously of dollars though. right they don't know who's who 36 to 34 for the painting winner. You're going to get motherfuckers that just get their head knocked Unanimous off. I'm going to paint a smiley face. Boom, I win. Yeah. Yeah, right, dude. They're going to go for the Bob Ross motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Warrior poets. That's uh, uh, that's basically samurai shit, right? Or not samurai. Uh, well, I guess samurai too with haikus. But, Would they be uh, spitting some stuff in between rounds? Yeah, rap battles. Silent rap battles. <laughs> Dude, this would work. You could find that common oh, denominator yeah. for sure. You could for sure do that. Any language. <laughs> Dude. Uh, what's what's the guy that's in prison for, I don't know, killing motherfuckers? Death Shug Row. Suge Knight. Death Row. Yeah, Suge Knight would. He's in prison? Yeah, for sure. I thought he was still like walking around and shit. If he's not in prison right this second, he will be like tomorrow morning. <laughs> he should be. He's wanted. Uh, yeah, freestyling and boxing. Just boxing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I can dig it. Yeah, it's kind of cool, I guess. <laughs> Dude. That would be some shit. I feel like, uh, I feel like we need to review the whiskey. We need to take one more shot and then we got another topic. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a good point. Shots. All right, let's take these shots. Let's do it. Oh, cheers. Tink. All right, we're drinking Broken Thorn, Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. Get a good taste. Oh, all right. Oak barrel. Barrel? Barrel? Yeah. Sour mash. Is barrel one of those words? Like oil? Barrel. Barrel? Barrel. Barrel? Water. <laughs> Water? Water. All right. Oak barrel, sour mash, broken thorn, Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey made from the finest American grain and pure Kentucky limestone filtered water. Water. Uh, there's some shit on the back. I'm not going to read it. Um, let's just get right into it. Sweetness? How do we feel? Uh, I don't think... Uh, I don't think it's that sweet, honestly. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, I'm going to go low and say 1.5. I was going to say 2. I could go 2. Um, I'm good with the 1.5. That works. Uh, so we did Sweetness Crunch is the next one. I, it's This one's got some crunch. I'm going to go 3. Yeah, it's definitely got some crunch. Uh, I'm down with 3. Yeah, I could crunch it I a little bit. I could even go 3.5, honestly. Gator, you uh, be the tiebreaker. I'm, I'm pretty good I'm okay with 3. I'm okay with 3. Okay. All right. All right, bite. Uh, mm. A little bit high. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say over two and a half. I, I'm going to go three again. Yeah, I go with three. I could even go as high as 3.5, but I'm tending, trending towards three. Uh, I'm good with three. Um, so just to remind Twitch chat, because Twitch is relatively new to us. There's some new motherfuckers about. Uh, 
So sweetness, pretty self-explanatory, right? How sweet this whiskey is. Crunch, <clears throat> that's going to be uh, kind of like your dryness, I guess. Uh, you know, how much chewiness. <laughs> if you take a shot, you can feel it in your teeth. Yeah. That's pretty crunchy. Uh, so then you got bite. Bite is the... That's how it kicks you in the dick. Yeah, that <sighs> at the end of it. Um, now we're going to go into bottle, which is also pretty self-explanatory. So I like this bottle. I thought the label was cool. It's got a good cork, had a good pop. The second pop wasn't that good. It doesn't have any kind of something that makes this bottle unique, but it also isn't a basic bitch bottle. I, I don't know. it. I'm good with the three. I like uh, the label. I like the old timiness of it. It almost looks like Western style. Kind of. The lettering does. It's barely above average. The cork pop kind of sucked. No, so, the cork pop was good. The first one was, the second one. Man, was I'm looking for that repeatability. And reproducibility. Reproducibility. Dude, it does help if you can pop it over and over again and the way it pours, you know? Sure. So, it doesn't have that. It did pop well the first time, but yeah, dude, I'm I'm going to go with a three reluctantly. 2.53. Dude, it's basic, man. I'm not impressed. But uh, is it bad? Like, is it worse than average? Turn it towards me so I can see the front. I mean, it's nice, dude. Honestly, with the barrel and stuff, I'd give it a two. A two? A two? Yeah. 2.5, maybe. <laughs> so you think nice. it's below average? No, 2.5 is average. That's basic. But right, but he said two. I give it a two because the pop sucked, and it's just, it's not average, it's just basic. That's a basic bottle, dude. Ain't it? That's fair. And the label is like, it's cool, but it could be better. So I'm 2.5, he's two, where, where you at, Chop? I'm going to give it a three just because I don't want this to be anything less than an average. Okay, so it's going to average. A little average. Ruby and square. All right, okay. drunkenness. How do we feel? Are we drunk? Uh, I'm feeling it. I'm definitely feeling Gator it. Gator feels it. Oh, yeah, dude. I can tell. Uh, I would say I'm not going to go much above average, if at all. I might say this is close to average. I always like to do this. I like to get people's uh, take on the drunkenness before I tell them the proof. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. It's I gone know both that. ways. Like, we've done stuff that's like 80 proof. Everybody's shit house and like, holy shit, like I'm wasted. This stuff goes down smooth and fucking everyone's, you know, having a good time. Sure. And it's 80 proof. And then we've also gone the other way where it's like, oh, this is this, you know, the drunkenness sucks. And it's like, oh, it's 100 proof. Based on the bite, it's got a pretty good drunk. I, uh, I would say that for sure, one, this isn't that hard to drink. Um, and on top of that, it like I feel good. And I mean that in a like I feel positive, like a, it's a happy or drunk. Yeah. Um, so I would go above average. I'm going to call it a three, but reluctantly on a three, I feel like it's pretty close to on par. That was my gut was so a three. So I'm going to call it a three, and be- and before we commit to that, uh, it's 92 proof. So it's a little bit higher than average. Okay. I can get that. Word. So we were pretty it. much right on with the, the drunkenness, I feel like, as far as proof versus... Um, so now, this is the part you all have been waiting for, because mm-hmm. we're professionals and we have standards. True. Last week was St. Paddy's Day. Oh, fuck. We drank an entire bottle of Dubliner. We also drank almost an entire bottle of uh, the That other shit whiskey. in the little fucking barrel. Tully. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we drank some Guinness. And we drank some Guinness and some Baileys. <laughs> uh, I don't know. The, uh, the hangover, right? So we can't talk about hangover the week of because clearly we won't know how the, this hangover is going to treat us until tomorrow. So we talk about the hangover the week after. Last week's hangover was fucking gnarly, dude. That was brutal. I, okay. (laughs) It was an above average hangover for me, for sure. I did not have the, like, oh my fucking God. Okay, when I 
when I woke up, we didn't get that soupy. Fuck you, chat. All right. Look, we we took multiple Irish car bombs. We took multiple shots. We drank multiple Guinnesses, which is not our standard beer. So fuck yourself. Dude, I think I think uh, Irish whiskey is a shitty hangover. For some reason, something about Irish whiskey just doesn't do you right the next day. Yeah, I, would, I agree. I Which probably why those Irishmen drink every fucking day, because they're avoiding that hella hangover. You know what I mean? That's why yeah. they're so grouchy and grumpy, man. They're either hungover or they're drunk. That's Irish, right? Yeah. So, That's probably racist. I will say it was not a like earth shattering hangover for me. It was it was bad. It wasn't it was above average for sure. Dude, I'm talking just... shits, hangover, shakes, and like I'm a shitty person vibes. You all, were that bad, bro. All rolled into one. So what I got was headache and shakes. I didn't get the the stomach and I didn't get the the feel bads. That's to me, that's what what that's the um hallmark of an of a terrible hangover. Is the feel bads? Is the feel bads. I would rather shit and and headache all day than be like, God damn it, I suck. Yeah, <laughs> Everything sucks. I need to go to church or fucking go volunteer at a soup kitchen or something. Yeah. I think the luck of the Irish got me. Yeah, I didn't have that bad of a hangover, especially the feel bads. That's my number one indicator of a bad hangover is the feel bads. Yeah. And that's like the most prevalent fucking symptom I have is. Dude, and I have to like uh, remind myself. I'm like, look, this is a hangover. I know what this is. Like I've been here a thousand times. I didn't do anything that. Like, I need to regret. It's just fucking hangover, you know? Dude, isn't that crazy? It's just that feeling of regret. Even though there's nothing there that substantiates it at all, you're still like, ooh. That's definitely the worst hangover, like, yeah. by far. Uh, I can deal with the stomach. Uh, my my second least favorite would be... Uh, headache. Headache. 100%. Headache, dude. Headache leads to vomiting, in my, my experience. Str- ooh, that's perceptive. I've never put those two together. A strong right. headache... Usually I'm like, I'm going to vomit within an hour. And after I do, I still have a strong headache, but the vomiting goes away. Those are my worst hangovers. If I vomit the night before, oh man, I'm great the next day. But when you sleep on it, you hold it all night, and you wake up and you shit and you're throwing up and you got a headache, oof. And you feel bad too. And you smoke a pack of cigars and you're like coughing all day the next day. That sucks too. Yeah. All right. Well, that was a bummer. Dubliner. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Irish whiskey, dude. It'll bring out that's, the best dude, of hangovers. Dude, that's why I don't drink that shit. I don't drink Irish whiskey. I like bourbon. That's my jam. All right. So what would you rank the hangover? Oh, for the Dubliner? Yeah. Dude, I just sat here and talked wait, about wait, how wait, bad wait, it was. Wait, 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 wait. Now, keeping in mind that you took car bombs, you drank a couple different types of whiskey, you drank fucking Baileys, we got to keep this objective, knowing no. what hangover you deserved i don't think so because i wouldn't have drank hangover unless it was saint patty's day so it goes hand in hand with car bombs and fucking baileys and all that shit guinness right like that's what you're doing when you're drinking dubliner that's a part of it i see what i'm saying you see you see where i'm going with this i get you <laughs> so dude i that was a four that was a four damn that was dude. a strong four i could go as high as 4.5 damn man damn yeah it wasn't that bad I was going to go with a three. I was it was above go, average, but it was. I was going to say 2.5. I would say the week the week before was worse for me. Hmm. It's the red hair. It is. That's what I'm saying. It's the and luck Irish of the Irish, blood. dude. It's Irish the, blood. It's the yeah. Irish blood. I'm like 70% Irish, so. I got whiskey flowing through my brains and my veins and my veins, veins, veins. All right. So we, <laughs> he, get, he went 2.5. I went three. You went four. We averaged it out at three point something. We'll say three. I'm okay with three. Above average. Kind of. Right, that gets the point across. Like, this was an above-average hangover. Yeah. All right. 
So, uh, let's jump into another topic here. What do we got? Uh, so, gun buyback. We started this episode off with one of the most fucked up, like uh, kind of revengey, just get back at motherfucker things with, with the oily pennies. Yeah. So now I want to go into like one of the more fucked up, just things in general. <laughs> this is how fucked the world is today. Yeah. So human body composting. Human composting. Hold on, I'm taking a second to process. To process. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> uh, so I, I'm okay. Here's where I'm gonna go. A part of me is like, dude, I don't give a fuck what you do with my body after I'm dead. You know why? Because I'm dead. Like, I don't give a fuck. I'm not even going to be there to fucking care. You should, right? though. You should. Like, dude, you could fuck my body, poke it full of holes, put it oh, in a, in bad, a potato sack, and throw it out of the back of a truck. I'm that's fine. not cool, bro. Whatever. That's not cool. You shouldn't. <laughs> you shouldn't do that. No. No. I know you're speaking crassly right now, but that's not a good idea to do with your body when you're deceased. Dude, I don't care at all. Zero. That being said, uh, something about a human corpse de- decomposing, yeah. you know that's the worst smell ever, and there's a facility that's got like 35 of these motherfuckers in there. Just- oh, but they're buried in dirt. It's fine. No, they're they're like they're like in a fucking bathtub, bro. They're in a vessel, aren't they? Yeah, they're vertically, in a, right? They're in a bathtub and they pack it full of like sawdust or something or oat chips. I don't fucking know. Dude, that's gross. Acorns. Dude. Go put the acorns in the dead body. That's and they, your job. So, and what they do is they let the whole body completely decompose so that it's just bones and teeth and all that bullshit. And then they filter out all the non organic material and then they grind up the bones into dust, mix that all together. Now, here's my question Where the fuck does it go from there? Do you really want to put like grandma in the planner outside so that you can grow your rosemary like that's fucked up dude who's gonna buy that shit what what about dillo dirt though that's so that's human poop and the fact that they can get people to buy that trips me out but it's still not a a person like you're gonna start getting haunted motherfuckers because (laughs) (laughs) because you're dumping bodies in your backyard bro yeah fucking zelda's been hanging out in the backyard by the fucking rose bush since we planted it what do you think that motherfucker is getting paid what do you mean? Like the dude that's working the pods. Not that much, bro. Dude, you, no, you know he's getting paid. You how, know he's getting paid. How much fertilizer can you put off from one body? No, look, they're paying to have the person made into fertilizer, and then that person's selling the fertilizer and making fucking double time. You think it's marketing? He's like, it's human. Oh, yeah, dude. It's the best fertilizer you can get. And you know there's weird motherfuckers out there that'll pay top dollar for fucking human compost. I probably would. Um, yeah. You want the dead bodies in your backyard? I, I, I'm i not even, like, down with that kind of shit, but I am down with some, like, just weird-ass shit. So if, like, everybody was in my backyard eating crawfish at one point, I could point over and be like, see that fucking pepper plant over there? It's got human fucking body around it. Like, I, I don't know. It would just get my rocks Everything's off. that way, though. What happened to the fucking millions of people who are living here fucking 100 years ago? They're all fucking topsoil. They're all topsoil, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What's different than this guy fucking being like... Okay, instead of embalming people and preserving them in fucking wooden boxes. So that's weird too. Can we can we accept that? Can we just throw this out there? Embalming a body so that it like lasts? That's a little bit weirder even than composting it, right? That's religious though, man. What's weird for me is that they're they're like it's not weird that they're decomposing a body and that's how they're disposing of it. That's actually pretty cool. But what the fuck do you do with the compost? Right? That's what gets me. You find some weird little motherfuckers like me who are, like, down for that shit. And you're like, yeah, dude, it'd be cool to have dead bodies in my backyard fertilizing my fucking... 
You buy it, buy it on Amazon, dude. And you buy it in a plastic sack at Lowe's? Yeah. What do you fucking Home Depot? Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm gonna pay extra for the fucking dead bodies. I want a pallet of it. There's at least one point five people in each bag. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I want the high concentrated shit that's got like extra bodies packed into it. I wonder if they had like goodies in there. Like you can find wedding rings and fucking fucking gold teeth and stuff. Old IDs. You're like, (laughs) hell yeah, I'm gonna rip this motherfucker off. I got his social. He won't care, he's dead. Yeah, I got all these credit card, voter fraud, let's do it. Come on. <laughs> so we got mixed reviews in Twitch chat. Some people are saying, absolutely, fucking use me as fertilizer and fucking, like, just don't save my shit for later. Fuck that. And then we also have people that are like, Ma, where's Grandma? <laughs> <laughs> I want to go back to recurring theme in this episode, and that's burn it. Yeah, dude, that's honestly, that's the, the best way to go about burn it. Burn right? it. Burn that motherfucker, dude. It's the quickest. It's efficient. Yeah. I'm going to either do it myself or I'm going to have somebody out there doing it for me when it happens. You know what I'm saying? What? You heard me. <laughs> you heard? What is that called? Like self-emulsion? Emulsion, yeah. Emulation. Yeah. Yeah. Like the dude in Vietnam who protested the war, set himself on fire. Yeah, Rage Against the Machines. Yeah, dude. That guy? That's how I know him. I don't know where the fuck that guy was, but he's on the cover of the Rage Against the Machine album. Yeah. Either that or you get fucking cremated. That's the best. I think so. Uh, but you could, I mean, even that, like, what if they took those ashes and they put them in some compost and throw it around? It's the- ash, man. It's Everything's destroyed at that point. It's ash. But the ash can be soil, too, once it's mixed with, like, organic material again. But it's ash. Ash is, like, the most pure thing you can burn something down to. If you burn soil, let's say you had a fire that was hot enough you could burn soil, what would it turn into? Yeah, just ash. Ash. Right. It's the most basic thing. You just scorch it. I don't know where you're going with this. I'm just saying it's more basic than soil. Okay, so it's it's more you're more pure this way. Yeah, dude, look, you can people get their ashes dusted on fucking lakes and stuff. They don't go throw soil in fucking couldn't, lakes. Couldn't you do the same thing with the with the compost though? Like you take my body and you go throw it at this park, and I help grow the fucking oak trees and it's feed the squirrels. Badass tree, dude. Yeah, fuck yeah, it's Blake's tree. I That's, guess I I don't know. Chop's gonna fucking get fucking whatever they call it. Fucking. Yeah, I'm going back to I don't give a fuck. Squirting if you want to make me into compost, that's cool. <laughs> Set this motherfucker on fire. Uh, yeah, and I see I see people in Twitch chat that agree with you. That just whatever. Just wait till I'm dead. Yeah. You know? But <laughs> after I'm dead, whatever. Yeah, if it's like beep, beep. I'm like, bro, bro hang on a minute. All right, <laughs> give me a fucking second. You know, let me finish the, what I'm doing here. And then you can, you know, get your jollies off, whatever. And put the burner on. <laughs> But until then, like they're like, oh, he's done. He's done. Pull the, pull the plug. We're good here. Yeah, I guess. So for me, I feel like I want. I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I Okay. I, Hunter I mean, S. Thompson got blasted out of a cannon. He got uh, cremated first. Though, cremated right? and then blasted. Out. But what if what if you were mixed with like fertilizer and shit and stuff and then blasted out of a cannon? <laughs> Into like a sunflower field or something? Sure. Fucking into a pond. I feel like, okay. Maybe you take it to the exact opposite end of the spectrum, right? What's that? For somebody like me, who's down with some weird shit, right? So, like... People eat you, bro. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's fine. I'm down. You got a good backstrap. Yeah. I can see it. So, maybe something like that. Maybe even go, like, just as hard as you can go and just be like, you know, for science. <laughs> oh, so they do those those body farms or whatever. Like, the FBI will take dead bodies and just, like... Put them in a barrel and just see how they decompose. They can look at all your piercings. Or they'll just like throw them on top of the ground and see how they decompose. See what critters get in there, you know? They'll, uh, There's one in San Marcos. Put them in like the trunk of a car and just 
let it sit for fucking months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for science. Twitch it has a good idea. In your will, you say, you get my arms, you get my legs. <laughs> Dude, that's kind of cool. Can you imagine uh, like making picture frames out of somebody's legs or something? Being frozen, you know. Why though? Just to make it weird. <laughs> what about a burial at sea? That would be a pretty good way to Dude, so I, I'm pretty sure I read an article today. Or a sky burial. You know what that is? I'm pretty sure I read an article today. Oh, about, fuck. Chat just won. Sorry, go ahead. About New Zealand is going to allow uh, funeral, like Viking funeral pyres. Yeah, that's cool. I'm down. Yeah. Fuck yeah. So chat said blast blast off into space. Yeah, that's pretty rad. Dude. Put me in a Tesla. Free, freeze me into a block of ice and then shoot me in a rocket just in any direction so that I can be a rocket man from now on. Yeah. Till infinity. I'm Sky burial, man. bros. That's fucking cool, dude. Sky yeah. burial. But here's the thing, though, and and this is where you, you know they're going to get you. <laughs> they're going to put you on this fucking rocket, and there's going to be like 12 or 15 other motherfuckers. Save money, right? Because it's expensive to launch Hell a rocket. yeah, dude. Dude, I don't want to be in a ship full of motherfuckers flying through space. Like, nah, I'm, I want to be on my own trajectory. You know what I'm saying? What if they can get you to one point and they can send out other rockets after that and send you into your own? Oh, I'm cool with that. Yeah, I'm okay with that. That's what they'd likely do if you wanted to. Ooh, combine the two right into the sun. Viking funeral and get launched into space. Fuck yeah. If you got hit by like solar winds though, that'd be intense. This is what, this is what, uh, meme lord Elon Musk needs to be doing, right? Like, dude, that'd be so smart. Yeah, dude, send us, put us in a Tesla and send us to the fucking sun. He's like, look, we're going to figure out this Mars ship with dead bodies first, okay? <laughs> that would suck if the first people to Mars got there and there's just dead bodies all over the <laughs> They're like, it's a cemetery. We got to walk past this point and we can get to the base camp. You just see the one motherfucker walk off the spaceship with a cigarette lit and he's just like, that is a lot of holes. <laughs> Damn. Uh, all right, so what about... Uh, okay. <laughs> Fuck. All right. We're stretching it. I know, I know. Uh, so you get launched into space, frozen, right? Mm-hmm. But like in a random direction, right? So you're going forever. Now that's what was cool about being shot into space is you could you could just go like you leave the fucking solar system. But you'll frozen, hit something eventually. Though. Frozen, but not in like not cremated. Yeah, but we're talking like millions of years from now. Yeah, but it's an inevitability. It'll happen. You know, you'll you'll get caught into some fucking gravitational pull, and then you'll crash. I'll be coming. But uh, how dope uh, would that uh, be if, if your bones ended up like on fucking LS one or something? You know? Yeah, just smash into the side of it. It's yeah. So Twitch has says, "God forbid <laughs> it's you also wake." Satellite. No, no, Twitch no. says, "God, God forbid you wake up." That's what I was going for. They launch you in just a random direction, and then the motherfucking light year spaceships catch up. And they grab you, and you're frozen, and then they stick you in a fucking cryopod or something. Aliens, bro. And then you just wake up, and you're like, bro. I have I've the worst one over. The actual fuck. So this is uh, kind of the, the premise of the book that I'm reading. It's the fourth installment of the three-body problem. Yeah. Drank a bunch of Irish whiskey and woke up on a fucking There's a motherfucker. They, they, they put his brain in a fucking thing, because they can't send a whole body, right? So they put a brain in it and they shoot it off into space and it goes through like thousands of years of, of consciousness without a body until some aliens pick it up. And then it, it like he becomes a god because they reanimate him, but then they torture him to try and fix it. gets wild, bro. That sounds awful. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like life as an animal. Uh, Twitch wants to know what's your book. Name it again. It's uh, 
Oh, shit. Here, I'll say it. Yeah. The Lion, the it's, Witch, and the Wardrobe. So the series is the three-body problem, but this is the fourth book. It's called The Redemption of Time. And like I said, it's the first book that wasn't written by the original uh, writer. So the first three are written by Sixin, Sixin Liu. This one is Bao Shu. It's, it's a, a Chinese guy, I think. Okay. Um, some of the names are hard to keep up with, but you'll get used to it. You'll get used to it. Word. All right, guys. I think that about wraps up our episode. Uh, the Whiskey and Whiskers website is up. It's whiskeyandwhiskerspodcast.com. On there, you can find links to all of our social media, including Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also find links to every way you choose to listen, including Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, and all your favorite podcasting apps. We're on the That's Not Canon Network. All of our podcast content, as well as a bunch of other awesome podcasts, are on their website. Go check it out. Uh, when you go to our website, click on the Patreon link. Give us a, day, a donation. We really would appreciate it. Uh, we've got a couple now, and we love them. Thank you so much. Uh, that said, we are also streaming on Twitch. It is W-A-W-P-O-D official. Uh, Twitch.tv W-A-W-P-O-D official. So uh, go check that out. Uh, we'll be live most Wednesdays. Uh, if it is going to change, we'll let you know. We've got new episodes every Monday. We're content all the time. We'll see you next